0: Hey, everyone. It's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Thursday morning special Disney Wish edition of...
1: The Disney Drive Time Podcast.
0: All right. Episode three. Yes. Everything else.
1: Yes, yes. yes. Everything else. And and there's still quite a bit more to talk about. There is. Uh, but I want to like get some business taken care of first. Okay. We were talking in our last show about how many people are uh, able to be seated at the uh, Walt Disney Theater. Yes. And you said 2,000.
0: No, I believe I said uh, 1,274.
1: You did not. You said said 2,000, and I said it's definitely not more than 1,500, and the actual number is 1,274. Well, that is ridiculous. (laughs) So, yeah, so there's not, you know, if you want a seat, you got to get there early because there's 2,000 people and only – 1,274 seats. Okay. All
0: right. Good to know.
1: So we are going to get started talking about the spa. All right. Right? Um, So we decided to do the little spa drawing thing. Um, And to do that, you first have to take a tour. Uh, I was busy doing other things. Mm -hmm. I think I might have been up at the adult area enjoying the pool before it was busy.
0: And come to find out, you really didn't have to take the tour. Because Uh, if we showed up for the drawing, they were handing out the... Uh, entry cards. Okay. Uh, in, the, in the very incredibly small, much smaller lobby. It is a small um, lobby, yeah. Uh, of the Census Spa. Uh, but as it is on the other four ships, uh, the Spa is a Census Spa. Uh, so it is a third party running the Spa. It isn't run by Disney. Um, and they have it. A- Set up a little bit differently. Normally, you go into the main spa section to get to the fitness center. Mm-hmm. This has a separate fitness center on the uh, starboard side of the ship.
1: Count that as a plus in my book.
0: Yes, and then the spa uh, is on the port side and forward section of the ship, uh, as well as the census spa outdoor section, mm-hmm. uh, which is on the very bow of uh, of deck number five. So traditionally, the spa has been up higher. Uh, They've moved it down. Uh, There's some benefits to that, and we'll talk about it as we're going on. Um, You know, they offer all the spa treatments, the acupuncture, the skin tightening, the the body sculpting, uh, massages, facials, facials, pedicures. Pedicures. Uh, Well, isn't that done in Untangled? Maybe. Okay. Uh, The couples massages. They have the Rainforest Room, which is a new Rainforest Room. Um, They've got some different options in there. Um, But it's now down on deck five, so it's a little, you know, a little different to get to. And if you are walking in that section, you really don't know there's a spa there.
1: Can you smell it?
0: As you get really close, but yeah, it's, it's, I feel
1: like on the other ships you can smell senses as you come like anywhere near it, and I I didn't notice that.
0: But these are the senses. Both, both senses, spa and senses, fitness are right off of the forward elevator lobby. Yeah, and they're so it's, far. It's in. this gigantic hallway yeah. that leads you to it, and then there's another hallway before you get to it. Yeah, and then you get to the spa. So if you're not specifically looking for if it, you're not
1: sniffing hard. You don't know right, where it is. Right. Okay. So you took a tour. Would you think
0: um, the spas? Uh, spaces are nice uh, It's a brand new ship What's not to be nice about it It all right. looks state of the art mm-hmm. uh, The couple's massage room Looked very very cool um, It had a, a hot tub You know Dual massage tables It was it was luxurious I would love to do A couple's massage there uh, I, Maybe with Dave
1: I don't know <laughs> And that's different From on the other ships Because on the other ships They have um, Well at least on the Dream and the Fantasy I believe They have like an outdoor area right. For the couple's massages ver- It's a veranda right? And I think some people don't like that because you can actually see down from other places on the ship into that private little veranda area. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is nice because it's, it's all indoors. It's all enclosed and you know, there's nobody peeking in on what right. you're doing.
0: So it's very nice. And the census spa outdoor section is phenomenal. It's beautiful. Uh, now, once again, you know, talking about looking down and seeing things, uh, if you listen to our last episode, we mentioned that there is a uh, shipside promenade that goes around deck six. Well, the reason you have to go up from <laughs> deck, deck five to deck six is because the front of uh, deck five is a census spa. So when you go up to the promenade, it goes around that census spa outdoor section. So you're looking down on all these people. Uh, who are utilizing the spa for that day. But
1: at least it's not the couples. That's true. You know?
0: That's true. Oh. Um, and, uh, you know, that that's part of the Rainforest Room uh, experience, which has gone up considerably. Oh,
1: do you remember when it used to be like, I don't know, it was like $20 a day or yeah. $25 a day, and you could buy it by the day, or you right. could buy like the whole pass for like the week for like $120? You
0: can still purchase by the day here, but I was told it was $94 and – I believe that must be with gratuity included because when I look at a price list, it says like $75. That's
1: still so much money. $75 just to go into the spa.
0: It is. But do you know what you get when you go into the rainforest uh, experience? Hopefully it's something great. Well, you get what you traditionally have, the heated seats, the sauna, the dry sauna, the wet sauna. You get the uh, smellitizer type experiences. The like showers. The the scented showers. Um, But you also get the uh, Fleet's First Ice Lounge.
1: Oh, so you get
0: some thermal therapies, uh, and uh, that's uh, that's it. Okay. And then All you right. get this outside seating. The outside section. area is
1: really pretty. I mean, I don't know how full it gets, but they have those um, those Hanging big loungers. like loungers, those yeah. big circle loungers that hang. Those looked amazing.
0: Yeah, very nice. Um, for our four oh five day four night five day cruise, I believe they said that the rainforest pass was like around two twenty, definitely over two hundred. <laughs>
1: You know, if if I had been on The Wish a couple of times, you know, if this is my third or fourth time, you know, you've kind of done it all and, um, you know, you're not staying in concierge so you don't have your, you know, your own little special areas. And I told you how busy the adult area can be. It's probably a nice option to spend your afternoons assuming you're not traveling with kids who want to be with you. Right. Um, you know, for us, it's really hard because our kids are that age when like, they can't – you can't put them in the clubs. They don't want to be in the clubs. And you have
0: a husband who doesn't want to be with you
1: sometimes. I know. It's true. Because I'm walking around Yeah, the you're always running around. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's – sometimes I – for certain people, certain trips, it's probably, you know, it's probably worth it.
0: Mm-hmm. But if you do go with kids, what do you do with them when you're on a Disney cruise?
1: Well, they have, obviously, the most amazing kids' clubs uh, of any cruise ships around. And I would have to say that the kids' club set up – Uh, On this ship is superior to them and all the other Disney ships. Yes, they are just spectacular.
0: And that begins with a entrance with an entrance slide on deck three in the grand atrium.
1: Which, by the way, adults can go on during open houses.
0: Yes. Uh, So if you go into the grand atrium, you go to the check-in desk. Regular check-in happens at the club. Your child slides down and uh, right to the hand-washing station. Yes. So, it's a, it's a nice little slide. Uh, it's Alice in Wonderland themed uh, when you get down there. And uh, the Oceaneer, that leads you into the Oceaneers Club. So, um, you know, on the dream and the fantasy, the Oceaneers Club, the Oceaneers Lab, they're right next to each other.
1: Uh, but you check in separately you usually. You check
0: in separately. Uh, but they've kind of combined that now to one Oceaneers Club. They do have an Imagineering Lab component. Um, but the Oceaneers Club is where your three to 12 year olds are going to go. And they offer secure uh, programming uh, throughout the day. Uh, I'm not sure if there was any unsecure, un- unsecure programming.
1: <laughs> because I
0: I- in the past, we've gone to, like, bake cookies with the girls. And that was, like, unsecured because parents were in the Yeah, I
1: think it was part of, like, an open house type of thing.
0: So they do that. Um, but... Uh, You know they've got a whole bunch of different sections there. The nice thing about Disney gobbling up all these IPs is that they can now give you uh, much more experience. So if your kid is a Star Wars fan, they're going to love the Star Wars Cargo Bay,
1: which, by the way, was way better than Hyperspace Lounge. You thought so? Yeah. If they could, if they could have just served me drinks in the uh, in Cargo Bay.
0: There were some that animals. There were some animals in Cargo Bay. Mm-hmm. When the kids are in there, they actually learn how to take care of some of the animals. Yeah, uh, they had some porgs down there, so they had some really cool stuff.
1: Yeah, it was neat.
0: And if you're a superhero fan, you can go to the Marvel Superhero Academy, where they've got uh, Captain America and Black Widow's costumes. They actually have an app that will, uh, I believe, let your child uh, see what he would look like or she would look like in a hero costume. Uh, so there's all sorts of activities going on in there as well, along with some props. Then you've got the Walt Disney Imagineering Lab, uh, where they do science uh, and STEM
1: type stuff. I'm sure they're making slime.
0: They probably. uh, (laughs) Or flubber. They also can build a a roller coaster, design a roller coaster, and then ride it.
1: Yeah, that was a really cool thing. I think they had two simulators. Um, We've done that many years ago. Uh, I don't even remember where we were. Was it Epcot? Um, And, you know, it's kind of a big deal to have these. And the kids seem they, – they work them with their magic band. We mm-hmm. didn't get to try it because we didn't have magic bands.
0: I watched a little kid do it. Well, yeah. a three-year-old kid yeah. do it. And, yeah, the magic band is used. Uh, now, the one in Epcot used to go upside down and stuff. This one right. is stationary. right. But it is a video. It has the
1: yeah the screen in it, front of it, it. It's
0: pretty cool. Yeah. Um. And then they've also got Mickey and Minnie's Captain's Deck, which that was is, for uh, littler kids, littler kids. Yeah. And it's it's designed. It's a Playscapes designed on uh, nautical theming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there was the Fairy Tale Hall, which I can see princesses oh, coming to read stories yeah. there. Yeah.
1: It was really well themed, adorable. They had like the super low little tables with the with the chairs all like you know themed the you know Tangled theme, and mm-hmm. it was really pretty.
0: My favorite theme down there was the restrooms, uh, the the Pixar themed uh, bathroom doors, right, which were uh, very good and 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 funny and whimsical.
1: Yeah, it was the, it was just a super cute area, very well done, and of course brand new.
0: Right, and of, of course that's connected to the it's a small world nursery. Yep. Uh, where the little ones can go, that is an additional charge.
1: It is. It always has been.
0: And you can only schedule a certain number of hours before you before you board. Right. Yeah. So. I think
1: you can get extras uh, once you're once you're on board if they have space. You can get more time. Uh, but yeah, it was it was when we went. It was an open house, so all the doors between all of these different rooms were all open, including into the small world um, nursery. Right. So I'm not sure what exactly it looks like when things are running. Obviously, the doors between the nursery are closed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did sort of go in order of age because it was the, uh, that like playscape, the Mickey and Minnie captains, uh, playscape was right next door to right. the small world nursery. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they ever do any kind of interactions between them, but, um, it was all sort of, all sort of connected all n- next door.
0: Yes. So uh, a very nice section. Uh, and that's pretty much all there is on deck two uh, for the kids. Uh, and then there's some state rooms down there, a very small number of state rooms, um, So what do you have next on the list for the kids?
1: So uh, if you are older and you're not really into the little kid stuff that you would have in the Oceaneers Club, uh, the 11 to 14-year-olds can go to The Edge. Um, That's the same as it is on the other ships, uh, just sort of a hangout place. Uh, You know, The Edge is more about the people that you meet than the space. I feel like at The Edge, you know, the first couple of – really, it went on a four-night cruise. It's the first day. That first day – first night you go the kids meet little friends and then they travel as these little packs of 12 year olds um, you know all around the ship uh, so it's more about meeting friends at first and then and having a meeting place to meet your right. friends every day and then they they go off and, and, and do other things and, and
0: it's a really nice meeting place yeah. uh, did you say it's
1: up on deck five I don't think I did
0: did you give the ages 11 to
1: 14 11 I 11 did, to 14
0: yes. mm-hmm. um, but it's designed to look like a uh, very chic New York City loft. Uh, they have cozy furnishings. They've got some uh, areas for some solo gaming and movie watching, and they've also got a, uh, sol- a soda bar. Okay. Um, but they do have a solarium with a skylight mm-hmm. and uh, a pretty cool mural. So it's you know it, it's kind of like you're on the set of Friends. Yeah, almost. yeah, yeah. It, it's and it's it's feel.
1: nicer, I think, and larger than the Edge on the other ships. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Edge is always such a small. Um, venue. Right. So it's a little bit bigger. And they
0: do have a lot of photo walls if you want to, you know, post uh, Instagram, Instagram or whatever, or, or I believe as the kids call it, Insta. <laughs> so uh, that's where the younger kids go. And then if you're older uh, and you're between the ages of 14 and 17, you can go to Vibe uh, and the Vibe is up on deck 12 next to the Hero Zone. And that is an area uh, that kind of looks like an artist's loft. It's got lots of spaces, lots of pop art murals, colorful graffiti, uh, lots of travel posters. Uh, It's got like a a retro uh, kind of feel to it, you know, beanbags and and high back chairs. Um,
1: It's definitely more adult looking. It's definitely more grown up. Um, And it's really, it's beautiful. Uh, It's interesting, though, that on the fantasy, They have the pool area, Mm -hmm. you know, that was like the big thing that they, you know, for the Vibe, it was such a big deal. And they don't have that anymore. And I think the reasoning is if you used it. Yeah, you can see down into the Vibe um, pool on the other ships and there's never anyone in it. So, you know, it makes sense that they they decided to use that space differently.
0: Right Um, now there's there's also a third kids uh, space for older kids on the ship, sort of sort of Uh, it's a section of the Vibe and they call it the hideaway. And uh, this is a section of the Vibe that can be closed off uh, and can be used as a meeting room for kids who are 18 to 20. So they're so not
1: really kids. Right.
0: They have what's called the 1820 18, 20 Society, uh, which is for kids who aren't, you know, they're adults, but they can't drink. Right. Uh, so they do have uh, meet and greets and kind of mixer type events where right. your kids can go and do that. Uh, so this is a flexible section. Uh, and I said, you know, that's where the 1820 society meets but when they're not doing anything
1: it's it's used
0: to uh uh, use you know it's for use by the vibe kids
1: and that's a big deal on this ship and i think something that the other ships are really lacking um is a special place just for that uh that group of of kids to to meet i mean a lot of times once again just like just like at the edge once they meet their friends they don't necessarily go and hang out there but for that first night you know, or if there's another activity where people are going to do something, it's just nice to have a meeting spot. Right. Um, so I think that that's really nice if they have that there. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, and then the other thing that they offer for kids um, on deck four is the Bippity Boppity Boutique.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, so you can get your updos there. Uh, and that is a Bippity Boppity Boutique. Uh, it's an extra charge mm-hmm. uh, for the updo service. Uh, they also do, like, nails, right? Nails. Yep. uh Hair and up-tos, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And costumes. Um, so that is all part of uh, you know extra cost, uh, and it, you can do. They have captains' packages. So your if you have a boy uh, or, or a girl who wants to be a knight or a ship's captain, they have the do they costumes. Do the pirate things? Uh, I mm-hmm. haven't seen the pirates. No. Um, and then of course girls can, or boys, I guess, could be princesses. All right. So uh, that is it for the kids.
1: And looking over there at where the Bippity Bobbidi Boutique is, uh, we have failed to mention uh, Hook's Barbary, which is a barbershop um, that also has, uh, what is it, a bourbon tasting room? They have a
0: secret bar for guests mm. 21 and older, and they are known to do whiskey tastings oh, whiskey. in there. whiskey. Yes. Okay. Uh, and, of course, uh, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is across from Untangled Salon, right. uh, which is where uh, people can go to have their nails done, pedicures, some body treatments and there's not
1: an age limit so much on that. So you know if you have a 14 year old uh, daughter, you want to do you know um, mother daughter manis. That's you know that's where you can go and that's huge. Something that they haven't had on the other ships. It's a problem. You know if right. you, you've got a 17 year old daughter and you want to like you know go get facials together, you can't you can't do it because it's it, tied into the it's spa. It's frustrating. You they're too old for Bippity Boppity Boutique, but they're not old enough to go to the spa. Right. So uh, the Untangled Salon and I think. Uh, a great solution to what was quite honestly a problem. Okay. All right. Um, So I feel like that's it for the kids spaces. All right. So now let's talk about our embarkation and debarkation.
0: Okay. Embarkation is essentially checking into the ship and that process has changed a little bit. Um, We checked into the Disney cruise line terminal at uh, Port Canaveral because that's the only location that the wish departs from right right now. And it was a little different. The, the terminal just underwent a multi-year refurbishment, and uh, there were some construction projects that went on. And check-in now occurs in what used to be the foyer mm-hmm. on the ground floor. Yeah. So prior to going up the escalators, that used to be your security checkpoint. Then you would go up the escalators, and then you would check in at the check-in desks, and they would have various check-in desks for Castaway Club members, Platinum members, concierge right. guests – uh, and whatnot. There were probably twenty check-in stations. Uh, now that is all moved downstairs. First thing you do is check in, uh, and if you're not a concierge guest, there was no separate check-in. So, well, the
1: first thing you do is go through security.
0: No, you go to security after you check in. Now, what we checked in?
1: Yeah, maybe we did. We you're, did. Right. We you're right. You're right.
0: Twelve hundred and seventy-four ba- seats. I mean.
1: The backup was security, though. Yes. So they just didn't have enough security stations running there just weren't enough people um so we waited for quite a while i mean it ended up being fine you know by the time we got upstairs to our area they still hadn't called our number to get on yet um but we did wait for quite a while to get through security and then um yeah so what once you check in you go right over to security but i don't think the check-in people were the were holding things up
0: no yeah but it was two lines instead of what used to be four
1: yeah, it didn't feel as nice.
0: No, it didn't. It, it did not feel as magical. Well, you
1: because you're crammed into it's a small area. That that lobby area, not lobby, the check-in area. Yeah, the, it's the downstairs area. It's not big, and then you go upstairs, and there's this huge space. Right. But so I don't know why and, why and, they changed and it I that was, way. I was
0: hoping that it was part of the post-COVID protocols, and it ended up when we went upstairs, what used to be the check-in desk, you know, half of it was removed uh, and replaced with seating. So I, I don't think the check-in area is returning upstairs anytime soon. No, I don't if, think so. if ever. Um, so that was uh, essentially the check-in process. That took a little bit of time. Then you went upstairs to the lobby, which is still gorgeous. They didn't make many changes no, up there. it's similar. Uh, they refurbished uh, the concierge lounge. I hear
1: that's much nicer. Uh,
0: and we have not sailed concierge, so we don't get to go in there. Right. Um, but one of the other changes they made is the back of the terminal – Originally, it was a very small snack stand. Mm -hmm. Then it became the kids club check-in area before you got on the ship. Now it is the embarkation photo area.
1: Right. So it's closed off. You can't go there until your number is called and you wait in the line to get on the ship.
0: Right. So your boarding group is called. You get in the line. They tell you, you know, this is where you get your embarkation photo done. If you opt not to do that, you bypass that line and get in to scan on board the ship. We of course opted for an embarkation photo. Of course. And uh, then the next step was to walk through the Mickey Ear portal. Yep. Uh, scan your key to the world card.
1: And uh, then process. Actually, is the you same. don't
0: scan your key to the world card because they give those to you on the ship now.
1: They do. Yeah, they're waiting in like on the it used to be the fish, but what, I don't know what it is now. Just outside your the, room, the, in the, wish the little extender. holder. Yeah.
0: Uh, but you check in with uh, the app, and and they have your pictures already, so they yep. know who you are. And uh, you walk up the gangplank, which is a lot shorter. Uh, it used to be a multi, a couple of switchbacks to get onto the ship, uh, but you no longer do that. And then you make your entrance into the Grand Atrium, where you are
1: announced. And no one pays attention.
0: No one pays attention. <laughs> and uh, when you walk into the Grand Atrium, they now have a stage and a balcony set up there. Yep. And there are characters waving. Uh, They didn't do the little show. I
1: guess if we waited around for a little bit. I guess they do the show like every 10 minutes Mm -hmm. or something like that. So if if you're willing to just stand there and hang out in the lobby and wait for the little show, you know, you can do that. Uh, Otherwise, you know, you go and and usually go and find something for lunch. Uh, There were a couple of options for lunch. Um, They were having a sit-down lunch at the uh, Marvel restaurant. Um, At 1923, I think they were having a lunch just for concierge. Um and then uh the buffet, Marceline's Market, was open and the pool uh area, um Mickey's Festival of Foods. N- yeah, Mickey's Festival of Foods was also open. Um we just decided to do the buffet. That's what we typically like to do, that's what the kids like. Uh it was a mistake. Um we didn't have much luck with the buffet just because it was so tight and the seating. Um, but our our the thing that really made me dislike Marceline's was that first day. Mm -hmm. It was crowded. I couldn't even see what they had. to even. I I was so frustrated with how many people were in there and just the fact that I felt like I couldn't move or breathe. I didn't even take the time to walk around and see what they had to offer. I found the first station and I got some food. Uh, We could not find tables. We ended up sitting in the area that we were talking about where there's like the little um, like bar cafe type thing. And they have like couches there and like small, like comfortable seats with teeny tiny little tables. We ate our embarkation lunch with our plates balanced on our lap. Uh, It was not great. It was not a good start to the cruise. Uh, Definitely should have chosen Marvel. You have luggage with you and stuff. Not luggage, but you know your carry-on bags. bags. If you go to a sit-down restaurant, they find you a spot for the size of your party. If we were two people or even maybe four – we wouldn't have had so much trouble at the buffet cuz there were some tables open uh but we were 6 and there was even outside seating from what i understand but it was so hot out right there, uh, we, we were we couldn't sit outside we had my parents with us it just wasn't going to happen um so yeah so teetering uh plates on our knees not the best start so if if you are on one of these cruises, I highly suggest uh, doing the sit-down restaurant. Um, or if it's nicer out, you know, maybe you can sit outside uh, or go over by the pool deck uh, and have some of that amazing barbecue. All
0: right. What else do you want to talk about for embarkation?
1: Uh, I There wasn't too much to it. And the time that the rooms opened didn't change. Was it like three o'clock? 2 o'clock. Two o'clock. And the... Um, the cards for your room are just outside.
0: Yeah, your key to the world card and your lanyards. Lanyards were in the room. Key to the world cards were left on your wish extender. Uh, and uh, you get into your room. So And that's-
1: since COVID, the new process for your muster drill, um, it's the same as it has been since COVID, where you go and you find your check-in station and you scan... Um, it's kind of a do-it-yourself type thing. It's a, yeah, it's a virtual, thing. virtual it's monster. It's so much better. It is. Um, so yeah, so that was our embarkation. Uh, you know, other than, other than me being stressed out at lunch, it went really well. No problems there.
0: All right. So let's talk about getting off the ship. Uh, and the first time we got off the ship was at Castaway Key. And they have changed the uh, tender lobbies. Uh, There's a tender lobby on two forward and two aft.
1: Now, to be clear, we don't have to tender, but that's just where you get off the ship.
0: Right. Uh, And they have redesigned those spaces. So there's a definitive line for going through and scanning off the ship. And then there is a new section with a different check-in line for coming on board and then going through the scanner. Uh, In some of the other configurations – you can only be going, like, on or off. Yeah, it, it, wasn't it, as, kind of it wasn't as tight. So uh, those tender lobbies are nice. That is a high point it was of the ship one, It me. was
1: one place where they managed to add more space and give you more room, right. and things did not feel as tight as they do on the other ships. So, exactly. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then on debarkation morning uh, when we got off the ship, um, you know, not much has changed. We still have to wait for the authorities to clear us. Uh, we skipped breakfast and opted to get off a little earlier. And going into the luggage collection area, what used to be the escalator um, is now a ramp, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought that facilitated uh, the exit a little quicker.
1: Right, because uh, people with ba- you know people who have their carry-on bags that they brought, and or if you have a stroller, people used to always have to wait for that elevator right. to bring them down, and now you just roll right on down. Yeah, the, uh, so
0: that was that was nice. Yeah. Uh, and that's the only change to debarkation, uh, and and you know I think it's a positive one. But that's you know that's for every ship because that's all the terminals,
1: right? Yeah. Um, and when you're trying to choose where you want to eat, um, you should know that you can do your rotational uh, restaurant, but they also have the buffet open, so you can go up to Marceline's Market. Uh, I think it's open from six to eight thirty. On we, debarkation morning. On debarkation morning. We probably maybe could have run up there and grabbed a muffin or something. Right. Um, we didn't need anything at all, but that was fine.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. What do you want to talk about next?
1: I don't know. What do I have left on my we list? We shopping. Shopping. Yes. Shopping. There was only one really good shop. Right. In my opinion, because we just like Disney stuff. Yeah. We don't want any of the fancy stuff.
0: And that was uh, on Mi- Mickey's main sale, which is up on deck five. Uh, and that's right off the atrium. And that is all of your Disney gear.
1: It's, yes, yeah, your classic Disney gift shop. Yes.
0: Um, and then what else is there?
1: So they also – the only other sort of classic Disney gift shop they had was uh, Dory's Forget-Me-Nots. But that's up by the pool deck. You know, they have the sunscreen and stuff like that. And they have T-shirts and stuff in there. So, yeah, it was that was sort of the other sort of right. classic gift shop. Everything else was like high-end stuff.
0: Yeah. And uh, – Definitely a a different quality of of gift shops for the high-end stuff. They have the uh, Enchanted Castle Jewelers, uh, and that's like your Diamonds International, Tanzanite, and all that stuff. Uh, Royal Regalia, what what did they have in there?
1: Luxury bags, scarves, uh, leather items, and watches. Oh,
0: and watches. Good, because you know what? The next store uh, happens to be Once Upon a Time. You know what they have in there? Cartier Watches. Watches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last uh, high-end store is Three Wishes, which has watches uh, from three brands, and I can't remember what
1: they were. Yeah, wore. they're just high-end watches. Yeah. There's one other one. Uh, Treasures Untold would probably be the other one that I would – I didn't go into it at all, but I would. Uh, they have Pandora jewelry and Dooney and Burke items. So,
0: yeah, I mean, that's kind of fun. But And, and that's right off the uh, uh, Grand Lobby on Deck 3. So it's a, a highly you know it's a high traffic area mm-hmm. um, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how these these shops are uh, you know welcomed
1: yeah um,
0: I, I just it, once again you know it changes up the traditional it's, shopping it's, I area or
1: a Disney cruise like if you go on another cruise ship if you go on a Princess cruise, that's what the shops are like. When right. we did Virgin, that's yeah. what the shops are like. But it makes sense. You know, it's it's mostly adults, you know, a lot of times even older adults. And they have that kind of money to spend. Right. When you go on a Disney cruise, it's not the fact that people don't have the money to spend. I'm sure they do. But, like, there's you have so many kids with you. And the kids want to shop and buy all the things. And I feel like that's where the most money is getting spent on a Disney cruise. And uh, when I went into Mickey's main sale to look for those terrible quality cards – it was packed. Yeah. It was so busy because there's nowhere else to go to look for your souvenirs. Right.
0: And the one hint I'm going to give to you if you do go on uh, any of the Disney Cruise Line ships, uh, if you get on the ship and you see a T-shirt you want to purchase, um, purchase it early in the cruise because they only have a limited number of each size. So if you go, uh, you know, I saw this nice Oaken shirt that, I, that looked cool. But by the time the, the third, fourth night came around, they only had it in like, small and medium. Yeah. Uh, so if you see something you want to buy in a T-shirt, buy it early. And
1: you can exchange them. So if you buy it and then you see something you like different that's, that you like better, um, you can exchange it. Right. So, yeah. Good tip, Tony. Thank you. All right. Let's talk about the photography on the ship. They changed up shutters a little bit.
0: They did. So shutters on the other four ships is an actual physical location. Um, but on the Wish, it is just a very small alcove on deck five. Uh, once again just off the grand hall kind of nestled in between the disney vacation club and the enchanted sword cafe and um, it's just a storefront uh, they do have the kiosks that line the wall uh, in that area so there's maybe i don't know 12 15 of them yeah, that there are set quite a few. up and you you know it's all digital photography now there's no more hard copies and it's nice. I think you said you, you like this better.
1: I do. I think this is an improvement on the ship from the other ships. Uh, everyone has gone to these, um, like digital kiosks. Um, but the placement of them on a lot of the other ships, they're kind of, you know, either out of the way and they're hard to find or they're in the way. Um, they're, they're not. They're not easily accessible or, you know, comfortably used. Mm-hmm. Um, they also – I don't believe they have portrait studios on – maybe they do on the Dream and the Fantasy, but on the um, Magic and the Wonder, they don't. This one has a small portrait studio, which I think is a great idea. And then there's also um, – there's like a – there's a desk, you know, where you can actually do your transactions if you need to pick mm-hmm. up your physically pl- printed um, photos. And, right. And they actually like
0: have two full studios uh, that are uh, – on the other side of the Grand Hall, just behind Luna, I think one is the Royal Suite and one is the Disney Suite. They're not on the map, but I did mm-hmm. see them when they were here. Okay. And then where the de- where the desk front is, they do have a, a very small studio in back there. So they've got two larger studios and a smaller studio. Um, we purchased our photo on the final night. It was printed up and ready for pickup on debarkation morning.
1: How busy was it on debarkation morning trying to pick up?
0: It was very busy, but um, because the shutter's portrait studio area is so small – you had to go into the future cruise desk section where okay. they had all of the photos printed and ready for pickup. All right, um, and the Disney vacation, the the future cruise desk is essentially non-existent now. Yeah,
1: it's all done. It's online. all done through the app. Yeah. Yep.
0: All right, so that's photography. Um,
1: so uh, as far as where they were taking photographs, right? They did. They had the stairway down on uh, in the main lobby on, deck on three, three, the yep. grand stair stairway, um, and then also on three they had uh, the backdrops. Set up in the evenings before dinners. Yep. Um, so you could take pictures there. And then up on 4 and 5 in the balcony uh, areas that surround the, um, the Grand Hall, they had uh, characters there that you could take pictures with. There's no hugs. You can't get really close to the characters. But right. um, they were taking photos um, up there. And then they also do photos at your dinners, I think. It was two nights that they were doing them. Um, we did not get them on the last night, which was a bummer because that was our 1923 night and we dressed up mm-hmm. in uh, period clothing. Um, but we, did get, we got a picture in front of the Grand Staircase right. that day. Uh, but yeah, so two nights, they come and they take your pictures. They were very um, over-enthusiastic about taking our pictures. They had us in every kind of pose with every combination of person. Right. Um, and I, we never buy them. So, you know, you just kind of be like. You know, just take one picture and be on your way. Uh, but, but I
0: guess if they know they send, you know, they sell ten percent of the pictures they take. The more pictures they maybe, take, maybe, maybe the more they sell.
1: Maybe this was the most pictures I've had them take of us, though. Like right at any one meal, yeah. it was kind of interesting.
0: And then they were almost non-existent at Castaway Key. I felt like.
1: Yeah, we saw one and actually that was, I saw her and she, the, the one on Castaway Key, she was the only photographer I saw in that type of a setting. So yes, just the one on Castaway Key, but that was more than I saw out on the pool decks. Mm-hmm. So normally like you, when you're walking around, um, up on decks, there's usually, you know, someone there taking photos. Oh no, I did see one. Maybe on embarkation day, there was one person. Um, One photographer out taking photos, but I didn't feel like there was a lot of that, you Mm -hmm. know, the sort of like wandering photographers who just managed to, you know, catch a moment.
0: I just know that when we, uh, in January, when we were on the magic, there were at least three or four photographers. Well, we saw
1: them, but there was also like, what, an eighth of the people. Right. So, you know, maybe the same number of photographers. (laughs) Um, All right. I feel like that's it for our photography section. And that's mostly it. If you have anything you want to talk about, you know, things that you particularly liked or didn't like.
0: Uh, what I did not like, I did not like the lack of a dedicated running track uh, or walking track that was contiguous. Mm-hmm. I didn't like having to go up multiple decks for it. Um, I did like the charging stations at the uh, bar seating for some of the lounges. Um, the rooms actually have a little peephole now. Yes, peephole they do. A Yeah, yep. uh, Which I thought was uh, an interesting uh, addition. Uh, the lighted mirrors in the bathroom
1: mm-hmm. uh, and the nightlight,
0: and the nightlight is a nice new option. And the new shower is getting rid of the shower uh, curtain. Yeah, the glass door going is so to a glass nice. door.
1: Uh, it was nice too on the verandas. We were um, next door to my parents, and when you open up the verandas, it used to be that sometimes like the door would bang. They couldn't like get them secured properly. Uh, it was no problem on the new ship on the Wish. They just I don't know what they did. They locked it in, and it was it was great, right. nice, nice and easy. Um, Yeah. I mean, you've already heard what I like and what I don't like. Um, But I think that if you are traveling with children, um, especially kids under the age of 10, you are going to have an amazing time. I think the ship is very much um, tailored to people with younger children. The, the, The spaces for kids are just absolutely amazing. And I think the family spaces are great. Even like the family pools, Um, I don't think it's a great ship if you're cruising just as adults, Mm -hmm. because I just, I don't think that the adult area is large enough and can really handle, um, you know, all the adults that want to use it. Right. So yeah, that's my take on it.
0: Okay. I I just, you know, I've said before, I don't like the floor plan, uh, the deck plan. Um, it's laid out very weird. Uh, leaving restaurants, you know, I'm used to going out of a restaurant and the restrooms are right there. And it's a men's room and a ladies' room right next to each other. And they're attended by somebody from the housekeeping staff. And now when you leave, you know, if you walk out of the Marvel restaurant, you've got to go down a hallway and then hope you pick the right side because yeah. the men's room is on the port side, the woman's room is on the starboard side. Yeah. And there's no attendance. So uh, the bathrooms were still clean but but it didn't have that same disney touch that you you always get. Uh, yeah. On, on the I don't other really get ships. your
1: thing with the attendants. I mean, you seem to I mean, I I did see people in there cleaning. Like I, it's not like I didn't ever see somebody in there. I don't think on the other ships they like station someone at every bathroom. They do. Well, Believe I don't me. think that's a ship thing, dear. I think that's a uh staffing thing right. just overall be. in general.
0: That could be. Um, you know, other than that, lots of You know, dead space, just just walkways to nowhere, Um, paths that were not really well defined. And it's funny because if you go online, you see people who have never cruised before saying how much they love The Wish.
1: Exactly. And I think that's the thing that you really need to keep in mind if you're, you know, going to be going on The Wish. Um, People who haven't cruised on a Disney ship before love this ship. They don't know another ship to... Feel like it's not designed as well or to right. have not like that this isn't where it was on the other ship. You know, you're lost mm-hmm. on your first cruise. You have no idea where anything is anyway, so it doesn't matter as much. So I feel like all the opinions of people who have cruised before on Disney need to be taken with a grain of salt because uh, we're just a little cranky that things have been moved around. You know, some of the things that we really liked have been changed. Um, and I feel like more things that we like have been changed than things that we didn't like have been changed. So they didn't fix as many things as they broke, I feel Mm -hmm. like. Um, But having never cruised before, you wouldn't know that. And the Wish is, it's a a beautiful ship. Um, It has a lot to offer. Really, my my only complaint would be that I felt like it was overcrowded. And Mm -hmm. I, this ship would be perfectly fine for me with 25% less capacity.
0: Okay. Yeah. Do you know what it had? What? That new ship smell. It sure did. It did. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I agree with a lot of your sentiments. Um, I just, in spite of the fact that, you know, it's a new ship, it, it felt very siloed and segmented, you know, and, and, and like all the shopping's in one section. And it, it, it just, it it felt very cookie cutter. It, a lot of stuff just didn't flow right mm. with me. Okay. But that's a personal opinion. Yes. So uh, that's it. That's our review of the Disney Wish. Uh, we hope you enjoyed And until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.